This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up everyone? My name is Russell and what time is it? It is Hero Time in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, Kevin Feige's words on the Ancient Ones casting. Sherlock actor Martin Freeman has things to say about Jim Carrey's Man on the Moon method acting. The Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie plot details has been leaked. And a sequel to the beloved movie Hocus Pocus is in the works on Disney+. But first up in our top story, coming from the folks of IGN, after Tilda Swinton was announced to be playing the Ancient One in 2016's Doctor Strange, the production came under fire for casting a white actress as a character that has been historically portrayed as an Asian male. Though Marvel Studios offered a justification on Swinton's casting at the time, Kevin Feige has now stated that he regrets the decision. We thought we were being so smart and so cutting edge, Feige told Men's Health in a cover story about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings star Simu Liu. We're not going to do the cliche of wizened old wise Asian man. But it was a wake-up call to say, well, wait a minute. Is there any other way to figure it out? Is there any other way to both not fall into the cliche and cast an Asian actor? And the answer to that was, of course, is yes. In his comments, Feige cited Marvel Studios' stance at the time. Fearing that casting an Asian actor would play into negative stereotypes, the production decided to erase the Ancient One's Asianness entirely. We also talked about Asian actors who could do it, but when I envisioned that character being played by an Asian actress, it was a straight-up dragon lady. Director Scott Derrickson stated in 2016 in response to the backlash, I know the history of cinema and the portrayal of the Dragon Lady in anime Wong films and the continued stereotype throughout film history and even more in television. I really felt like I was going to be contributing to be a bad stereotype. Marvel Studios' official statement at the time echoed Derrickson's sentiments explaining the decision to cast Swinton as the matter of reinventing the Ancient One the Ancient One is a title that is not exclusively held by any character, but rather a monkey passed down through time, and in this particular film, the embodiment is Celtic. Marvel wrote in its official statement, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings will be Marvel Studios' first Asian-led feature film. The film stars Liu as Shang-Chi and Tony Leung as Wen Wu, who, many fans theorize, will be the MCU's version of the Mandarin after Ben Kingsley's portrayal of the character in Iron Man 3 turned out to be a red herring. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that though it earned him a Golden Globe, Jim Carrey's performance in the 1999 Andy Kaufman biopic Man on the Moon has practically become a cautionary tale in the film industry about the inconveniences of method acting to a production. 
In a recent appearance on the Off Menu podcast via the Telegraph, Sherlock Holmes's actor and John Watson himself, as well as Everett Ross in the Marvel Cinematic Universe himself, Martin Freeman, criticized the practice of method acting in general, citing Carrie's behavior working on Man in the Moon as a practically noteworthy culprit. It's the most self-aggrandizing, selfish, narcissistic thing I have ever seen, Freeman said. When younger, I think it's quite common to think that completely losing yourself is the goal of acting because it feels grown up and it feels proper. But the older I've got, the more I don't really look at that. To be honest, it's quite a pain when someone loses themselves. It's a massive pain because it's no longer a craft and a job. The Hobbit and Sherlock star's comments began as an observation that British actors often want to get on with it and get it done to help move a production along. To Freeman, method acting is a highly impractical way of working. Carrie's method approach was explored in the 2017 documentary on Netflix, Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond. The film delves into how Carrie's intense approach and affected both the crew's productivity as well as Carrie's sense of self. For me, and I'm generally sure Jim Carrey is a lovely, smart person, but it was the most self-aggrandizing, selfish, narcissistic thing I've ever seen, Freeman said. The idea that anything in our culture would celebrate or support, it is deranged, literally deranged. You need to keep grounded in reality, Freeman continued. That's not to say you don't lose yourself in the time between action and cut, but I think the rest of it is absolutely pretentious nonsense and highly amateurish. It's not professional. Get the job done. Do your work. Up next, IGN reports that a plot synopsis for Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the movie, has surfaced online and it reveals Knuckles' involvement in the movie. Twitter user Ninja Rizu uncovered a copyright filling from Paramount Pictures and Sega for Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which reveals a plot synopsis for the upcoming movie. It should be noted, however, that this information hasn't officially released yet, which means there's a possibility that the narrative might have changed at some point during the sequel's development. Potential spoilers follow. After settling in Green Hills, aka the real-world Green Hill Zone, Sonic is ready for more freedom and Tom and Maddie agree to leave him home while they go on vacation. The plot summary reads, But no sooner are they gone when Dr. Robotnik comes back, this time with the new partner, Knuckles, in search for an emerald that has the power to both build and destroy civilizations. Sonic teams up with his own psychic tails, and together they embark on a journey to find the emerald before it falls into the wrong hands. Tails has been Sonic's ride-or-die buddy since the early days of the franchise, and it sounds like that partnership 
is only set to continue in a Sonic movie sequel. The leaked synopsis paves the way for an action-packed adventure that will see the dynamic duo trying to foil the action plans of Dr. Robotnik and his new partner Knuckles, another franchise stalwart. Famously, Robotnik, originally named Dr. Eggman in Japan but localized to Dr. Robotnik for America, is egg-shaped. His body type is quite different from that of his live-action counterpart played by Jim Carrey, but that could all change in the sequel. Carrey previously teased that he may have many, many ideas about how the look of the rootened mad scientist might evolve in the next film. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 The Movie is scheduled released on April 8, 2022. This date was originally announced only a few scant months into the COVID-19 pandemic, but the movie's official title announcement came with a reconfirmation of that release date. The final report of the day. Reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN states that Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy will reprise their original roles for Hocus Pocus 2, which will come to Disney Plus in 2022. In a new press release, Disney confirmed that the original trio of Midler, Parker, and Najimy will once again play the spooky witch Sanderson sisters. In a brief plot synopsis, Hocus Pocus 2 will be about three young women who, accidentally, revived the Sanderson sisters to modern-day Salem, where the original witch trials took place. The sisters are still hungry for children and must be stopped before they bring havoc to Salem. Anne Fletcher, known for romantic comedies like The Proposal and 27 Dresses, will direct Hocus Pocus 2, which is set for production this spring. Fletcher will take over directing duties from Adam Shankman, who has signed on to direct Disney's Enchanted sequel. Now more than ever, people need to laugh, Fletcher says in a statement. I am so grateful to be able to play a part in bringing these witches back to life and to be working with my friends at Disney again makes it all the more special. The first Hocus Pocus was released in 1993 and follows a similar story. Centuries after the Sanderson sisters were hanged from witchcraft, they are revived in the 20th century and begin their search for children to eat. The sequel will revive the sisters in the 21st century, which has changed considerably since the last time the Sandersons were revived. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week while I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time. For pop culture news, I post every day of the week. And if you want to catch up on today's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Wooshka. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the programs you love, keep it right to phoenixradio.com.au. Have a good day, everyone. Bye-bye.